Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. <laughs> Welcome to the Cam and T podcast, man. Episode one. And uh <laughs> mm-hmm. we already get it off to a crazy start, man. Welcome to the show, man. We appreciate all y'all, man. We've been talking about this for the last two years, man, and it's finally here. It's finally the time. It's finally, you know, me and Cam started. You know, doing the whole town hall stuff. Um, when was that? We started doing the town hall stuff in 2021. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, man. And we really just been talking about, hey, man, we we have such a, you know, we work so well together and we kind of, we have the same type of temperament. We have the same type of, you know what I'm saying, kind of knowledge on things. And we just thought, hey, man, I think it would be a good idea to start a podcast. I mean, every night, uh, every night in the fall, you know, during the, the winter, you know, um, in fall, I mean, me and camera having 200 people plus at the Panthers town hall every single Sunday. Um, so once we seen, we had something, we said, now, hold on. Now we, we need to possibly capitalize on this and, and start our own platform. So me and Cam talked about it. Me and Cam went back and forth about it. And, you know, after two years, it took us two years to really get to this point. But we decided to go ahead and start our own podcast, man. So we're excited to start this, man. We're excited to start this journey. Um, This podcast is going to be pretty much sports, like 90%, but also as well, popular culture, 10%. Sometimes we will have just some real conversations, man. Um, so we're super excited. We're extremely excited today. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna let Cam introduce himself a little bit and, and talk about himself for a while. Yeah, man. So y'all already know what's up. You know, um, like T said, we've been trying to do this for a while now. You know, people been asking us if we was gonna do it. Um, you know, everybody was DMing us during the town halls and was like, "Man, y'all need to go do this on a podcast. Y'all need to, you know, start start something." You know what I'm saying? Um, and so we finally did it two years later. We finally here. Um, you know, I feel like this is a good time for us to start, um, especially with, you know, kind of with both of us being Panthers fans. You know, this is really a new regime in uh, in Carolina. So I feel like this is a really good chance for us to, you know, try something different and do something. Um, and so I'm really excited. Um, you know, I'm really glad to be working with my dog. You know what I'm saying? It's really cool to, uh, you know, that we able to do this thing together. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm just really excited and, um, you know, expect a whole lot of content. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be active on TikTok. We're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on Twitter as always. You know what I'm saying? So it's really cool to, um, you know, really kind of 
get started with this. Um, I'm just so excited to be honest with you, man. I can't even, I can't even describe, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, obviously I like to talk, you know, I know T like to talk, so um, we got a lot to say. So man, we ready, man. Yeah, man. Definitely excited. Like I said, this has been in the makings for a long time. Um, so we're excited, man. We're super excited to get this content out to y'all. We're on TikTok, as y'all already know. We're on Twitter as well. And our link for everything is literally in the bio of both of our pages. You can also go follow us at TCT Podcast One on Twitter. Um, and like I said, you can follow us at Cam and T over there on TikTok. We have 22,000 followers over there, roughly almost up to 23,000 followers. So y'all can follow us over there as well. And YouTube as well. We just started the YouTube stuff. We only got like 15 subscribers right now, but that's all right. Cause we're going to get a lot more because we're going to put out so much content And this podcast. will actually be on YouTube probably tomorrow, probably, probably yep. today actually. Um, so you can go back and listen to the podcast. And if you want to, you can watch us on the podcast as well. So once again, Cam, Thank you, bro, for just, you know what I'm saying, coming in here and, and really, you know, working with me. And I appreciate it, man. Like I said, it's, it's really a pleasure. Um, and like I said, yeah. I just, I thank you, man. Like I said, we we built so much in the last, you know, two years. Of what two we years. Did in hall. And um, I'm excited for what this podcast is going to do because I, I really do think it can take us out of here. I mean, yeah. me and Cam talked about this. I mean, we see guys like Aiden Ross and, and Kai Sinat and and some of these guys blowing up. And not not like trying to disrespect them or nothing like that. Obviously, they're very talented. We feel like we're better than them, and we can be just as good as they are um, yeah. at what they're doing. But we're actually going to come here and actually talk knowledge and, and talk about sports and, and talk about popular culture and things such as that. Like the live chat right now on Twitch is going crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I see. This. Like, we don't, <laughs> I see. You know it. So it's it's yeah. a blessing, man. And we're, we're really excited about this. And, and we plan on taking this the long run. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. That's the thing, man, and we're really excited. So Thanks. let's go ahead and jump into some things today. So I'm going to kind of give a rundown of our episode first here, and then we'll go ahead and, and you know, get into it. Today we'll be talking a little bit about the NBA free agency, period. Elon Musk picked the worst time to have Twitter doing what it's doing right now because Twitter is going insane with, with stuff that's going on in the free agency world. ESPN layoffs. We'll touch on that also as well today. We're going to jump into a little hip-hop music. Did Gunna win the war? We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight as well. So we got a packed show for y'all on the first show. It's going to be a fun one, man. So just tune in and it's going to be a good one. So let's start off with the NBA free agency. Now, as y'all, some of y'all may know this, some of y'all may not know this. Cam is a Denver Nuggets fan. So Cam... Just is coming off a title. Congratulations, my brother. Yes, uh, sir. I told you that before. I want to say it on camera. Congratulations. And, yes, um, you know, you coming off of a title. What do you how do you feel about some of these moves that have been made in free agency just in general? And what do you think was kind of like maybe a shocker? Because I got a couple that I feel yeah. like, wow, how did he get that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how do you feel about what's going on in free agency right now? Yeah. Um, Man, first and foremost, you know, like T said, I'm a Nuggets fan. Championship was a long time coming. Um, and it feels really good for us to be, you know, the top dogs right now. You know what I'm saying? And um, everybody basically trying to stop us. You know what I'm saying? We we built really over the last, God, I don't even know how long it's been, seven, eight years. We've been building this type of team, you know what I'm saying, this type of roster um, to come, come out there and compete one day and, you know, end up, you know, landing us a championship. And so um, I feel like a lot of teams – 
are starting to see that. Um, and, you know, some teams are trying to grow it at home like Denver did, but you got a lot of teams um, that are trying to trade for it and they're trying to uh, sign people and, um, and try to get it in that way. And, um, you know, me personally, I like what the Suns are doing. Um, you know, they, they starting to build, you know, a roster, a bench. Um, you know, they, they, they've added some good players, but I think Bradley Beal, you know, obviously being their biggest uh, addition through a trade, I think that was a crazy trade. Um, you know, it's just, you know, he came in and he even said that it was Book's team, and I tend to agree with him there. I think yeah. um, I think Devin Booker, you know, really what he did against the Nuggets and, you know, how efficient he was in the playoffs up until they were bounced. Um, I mean, it's just they're a really good squad, man. I, that's who I'm really worried about in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In terms of surprises, man, it's a lot of players that got huge contracts that I was like, man, Y'all ain't really did a whole lot, but y'all got that money. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Sabonis, for example. I know. Yeah. I think he just made an all-NBA team. I think he was just uh, – was he second team or third team? I think it was um, third team. I might be yeah. on that, but, yeah. But, I think he um, just got a contract as well, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got a big old contract mm-hmm. um, just now. And, you know, good for him. But, you know, a guy like Desmond Bain, five years with 207 mil, Yep. That was, I mean, that's a huge contract. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these players are starting to get paid. Um, and a lot of these teams, you know, I feel like, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton, $260 million. I mean, it's like Crazy. a lot of these teams, you know, they they trying to they trying to bring in, you know, they they I hate to say it, but they almost overpaying just to keep, you know, their nucleus intact. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mm-hmm. Sabonis ain't their best player, but he's getting paid, you know, one some of the top money in the league. Bain ain't their best player. But he's getting paid some of their top money in the league. Halliburton is obviously great. Um, you know, he's a young player, you know, well deserving of his contract, but the Pacers ain't been nowhere. Um, and then LaMelo Ball, another player, you know, I just seen something uh, earlier that said he only played, you know, 160, 62 games, which is less than two full seasons for as long as he's been in the league. And he, he just got, got a big old contract. Exactly. So, um, but they kind of had to because if not, they was going to lose him. Yeah. And they wouldn't have had nobody, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, so it's really cool to see a lot of these players get paid and, you know, a lot of teams are trying to keep the players that they have so that way they can, you know, hopefully get that next uh, Nikola Jokic or, or Jamal Murray, you know, and try to pair them with a star one day in the future. Um, but I think for me, the biggest shot, um, and I know his, this probably, this might be your biggest shot too, but I was really shocked to see that uh, Damian Lillard is finally, had finally requested a trade. Yeah. Out of Portland. Talk about that. Yeah. 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 I think, I think to me, you know, I know me and you talk about it all the time, but you know, y'all, y'all, y'all have seen my tweets on Twitter. Y'all see what I say about Damian Lillard. I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Logo Lillard. I mean, I love watching him play. You know, I think he's one of the most clutch players of all time. Like, I think you know he's really one of the league's best shooters. He's definitely the deepest shooter in the league. Um, but I just feel like you know sometimes we can't really take his game a whole lot serious as long as he's in Portland. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, you know, for I think now he's starting to understand that Portland isn't going to, you know, give him what he needs to be able to compete in the league and he should go elsewhere. And I know, you know, we talk about loyalty all the time and all of this, but, you know, sometimes, you know, being loyal to a to a a bad franchise like Portland is uh, at the moment, you know, that's only going to hurt your career. So I I really, you know, I was really surprised that he decided to move. Um, and I'm really happy for him, to be honest with you, because now I think he's going to start getting, you know, that, uh, you know, that respect again that he deserves. Um, and because he's because he's going to earn it this time. 
Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. I think Portland, you know, as you can kind of see, it kind of seems like they're going through a rebuild. I mean, at this point, to be completely yep. honest with you. Now, they did just give Grant that big contract. But yep. Grant, let's be real, he's a third or fourth option on a team mm-hmm. that's be actually contending. Um, I think Damian Lillard, is, Damian Lillard is in what, year 11, year 10 at this point? Something like that, so, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's time for him to really get serious about trying to win a trophy before he gets, like, too old. So I mm-hmm. definitely understand that, and I definitely think Dame is going to probably head to the Heat and make them a pretty good team, mm-hmm. um, to be quite frankly honest with you. Um, so that's kind of my take on that. When I talk about, and I don't know how you feel about this, but when I talk about kind of some of the surprises of free agency, I'm looking at why in the heck did Fran Van Leet get $130 million? Rich Paul, bro, you went off, my brother. Rich Paul, yep. you went crazy. He got Draymond $100 million, right? Mm-hmm. He got yep. Fran Van Leet, somebody that's he's a good player, but $130 million for three years? I mean, we're talking $40-plus million a year. Mm-hmm. Or Fred Van Leet, mm-hmm. like, like he went crazy this weekend. Yep. Like, you know, it's somebody saying? else uh, that they was that he signed uh, that got a big old contract. I can't even think. Yeah, of he, he bro, he went he went insane this weekend. Yeah. He shout out to him. Rich Paul made a lot of money this weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he went crazy. So, but Fred Van Leet. I, I, I'm not really understanding what we talked about teams. We kind of understand what teams are doing. I don't understand mm-hmm. what Houston is doing right now. Nope. Now they did trade one of their guards for Josh Christopher. I think last night they traded him. I don't, I don't, I can't remember at this time where they traded him, but he got traded. Um, and for me, at least that's making a little more sense because they don't have, they have so many guards on that team. You so have many guards. Fred, and they also added Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. got 80 million. <laughs> That's that was kind of crazy to me. Like Houston just out here throwing money. It's mm-hmm. insane. Now Dylan Brooks, I think he gets too much slander uh, because of the whole LeBron thing. Dylan Brooks is a very good defensive player. Like mm-hmm. whether you like him or not, he's going to play defense. He's yeah, going to ask defense, and he's going to give you dog. Right. Honestly, I, I like Dylan Brooks personally. This is probably an unpopular opinion for the podcast. I like him. I really do. Did the LeBron thing backfire? Of course. Yes, it backfired. But as far as a player, mm-hmm. he's a very good defensive player, bro. And he's an above average to average player. And you mm-hmm. need that on your team in the NBA. He's a good player, bro. So mm-hmm. for me, I think Dylan Brooks going to Houston is something that they kind of need. They need it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They have Kevin Porter. They got Jalen Green. They got now Fred Van Lee. They got Jabari Smith Jr. And now they, they have, you know, um, my guy Dylan Brooks. Yep. I think personally Dylan Brooks is a good pickup for them, but I still don't really understand what they're doing at the guard position because, like I just said, they have Kevin Porter, Jalen Green. They have a bunch of guys. They just drafted twin. They just drafted, they just drafted, drafted the, the one of the twins, right. Yeah. He's also a guard. So mm-hmm. I, I do wonder, are they going to have to eventually – maybe trade a guy like Kevin Porter, like maybe, you know, something like that possibly. Um, So I do kind of want to see what's going to happen. Another thing that I seen somebody else bringing up in the comments too, that I I'm having a hard time understanding was um, Draymond, not Draymond, (laughs) excuse me, Chris Paul going to the Warriors. (laughs) I don't understand why they did that. It really doesn't make much sense because now Jordan Poole was, you know, he slacked off this year after getting that bag. He did yeah. slack off. But when you put Chris Paul 
I guess he's going to be a six-man because there's no way he's starting over Curry. It's yeah, no exactly. way he's playing at the two, and there's no way Curry is coming off the ball. Yeah. Um, so you would think he's going to be playing as a six-man. For that amount of money, and I know it's just a one-year deal, it just does not make sense to me. Yeah. I think CP3 would have been better going back home to L.A. with the Clippers or maybe even the Lakers, something like that. But him going to the Warriors and the Warriors trading a young asset in, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I got what's his name, Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, I, I I thought that was stupid. Honestly. It don't it don't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't I make sense, right? Yeah, it don't make sense. I don't I don't quite understand that one either because it's like, I mean, first of all, I've never known for Chris Paul to actually like any of the team, any any of those guys on the Warriors squad. So I'm trying to yeah. figure out how they how they even gonna fit. He's already you know saying he's mocked um Steve Kerr Steve, before. Yeah. So I, I'm not really <laughs> yeah. ain't shit funny. That's what he said. You know, that's <laughs> but or one shit funny. But yeah, he's I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work. Um I mean Steve Kerr, he's you know, I, I think he's a solid coach in terms of he he knows how to make talent play with each other. Um, you know, I think he's pretty good at that. But I don't understand like where CP3 is at this point in his career. Yeah. How he's gonna help the Warriors really in any aspect. I mean, he's He's, I guess he's, like you said, coming off the bench, but I still personally view CP3 as a, a starter. I'm not saying that he's like a great point guard or anything anymore. I mean, he he's still good. He's still you know good. Saying, yeah. but, but like, I just don't see, I've never seen CP3 come off the bench and I wasn't, I guess, expecting him to come off the bench or excuse me, off the bench this fast. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I are this soon in his career. So I don't know. Um, I really don't know how they're going to make that work. Um, right. and and they just lost Dante uh, Dante DiVincenzo right. to uh, God, who did he go to? Was it the what, where did he go? He's, um, it, uh, he just signed with somebody today. Hold on, he, let me yeah, see. he did. I can't remember mm-hmm. on the top of my head right now. I think it was the New York Knicks. I could, yeah, be he went, yeah, he's a Nick, yeah. So okay, he, he went to the Knicks yeah. for four years, 50 million dollars. So they just lost really. They 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 guard play off the bench, you know what I'm saying? They lost yeah. Poole and uh, and DiVincenzo. So I don't. And replacing him with CP3, I don't like that um, that switch off. Yeah. I just feel like CP3 is older than both of those guys, and he don't do the things that both of those guys do. You know what I'm saying? DiVincenzo and uh, and Poole, you know what I'm saying? They can score. You know what I mean? Right. CP3, I mean, I guess he can score, but, like, is he scoring like Poole was? You know what I'm saying? Poole was scoring right. 20. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't really like the fit. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. So they saying – so they saying Paul Moody, Kaminga, and Sarge. I like Sarge. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, um, me too. And then Looney. That's a, not a lot of scoring coming off the bench. It's really not, especially because Moody and Kaminga ain't really played a whole lot. And then he's um, been Sarge injured is, a lot too. Yeah, so Sarge is straight. Saying. Looney not gonna score. No. Um, and so yeah, I mean that's not really a. I don't really care for that roster. I mean, but at the same time, when you got freaking yeah. Steph Curry. Right. I mean, hey, man, you know, they'll be somewhere. GP2, yeah. okay, yep. Caleb, I see you. GP2 is a good player. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man, like the Warriors. But once again, I think it's kind of what we just kind of said. They got Steph. They're going to be all right. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I think that, that's probably the way the front office is they looking. looking. Yeah. Hey, we got Draymond, the heart of our team, as far as, like, you know, aggression, yeah. Um, you know, mentality wise, we got him back locked in, and we have Steph. We good. Yeah. That's probably they the way we're looking at it. You know, we they gonna, they gonna make it work. They gonna make yeah, it work. I mean, it's 
they're gonna make it work. I just don't like the way it looks like on paper, but they're gonna make it work. Um, yeah, yeah. And see, he said Moody is so nice, but Steve Kerr won't play him. Same with uh, Kaminga, Steve yeah. ain't playing the young dudes, and like, and yeah, I mean, that's an issue. Um, to be honest with you, it reminds me of, of, of how Mike Malone used to be. Um, he didn't play rookies in the playoffs, like, he would play a lot of these guys, they would get crazy minutes in the regular season, but when the playoffs came around, he would switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he changed it this year and it, and letting us get into a ring because Christian Brown or Christian Christian Brown um was a rookie and he yeah. gave us really good minutes. He played very well defensively and he was scoring. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he's he's probably the best rookie we've had in a in a good minute to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um he's good. and so it was it was nice to see that transition for him to to start playing rookies. And I think Steve Kerr, right, he needs to start playing them young guys, man. Like you got you you drafted uh you drafted Moody, you drafted Kaminga, you had a uh, big fella that just went to Detroit. Uh what's my man named Wiseman? You had wow, him, dude. barely played him, even though he was injured a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I forgot they got Wiggins too. So they they all right. I mean, they they still a squad, they still a squad, but I don't know if I just like the fit on paper, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, no, nah, I definitely I understand know. where you're coming from. The fit is kind of weird on paper, but like I said, I think I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about. I want to kind of go back to Lamelo a little bit, okay? Because we we have a lot of our followers that are Hornets fans, and you know what I'm saying. I want to talk about him getting that 260 M's. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I think for me personally, you had to do it. Right? It was no mm-hmm. choice. It had to be done. He is the franchise. I think when they did not take the scoot the other week ago, it pretty much told you, LaMelo, you're our guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're putting full control in, you know what I'm saying, in your realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Caleb here, I, mean, uh, I think Ethan said it's 260 if he reaches incentives, which he'll mm-hmm. probably end up reaching, depending on if he gets hurt or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's yeah. what I wanted to bring up. He gets 260, and like you said, he hasn't even played two full seasons yet technically. Because of the injuries. Now, this reminds mm-hmm. me of Steph Curry when Steph first got into, you know, uh, the, the league. He was hurt. The ankle mm-hmm. injuries ankle. were a problem for a while. And then he finally kind of got it. So, for me, looking from the Hornets landscape, I think that the Hornets have something with LaMelo. I mm-hmm. do agree they had to pay them. Hey, I, I see a lot of Hornets saying, why would you pay that guy that much? Ooh, you had to pay him, and nobody's turned down the ve- the, the the rookie minimum. Nobody has yeah. turned that down. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. literally, not one player, don't matter what city they was in, has turned down that rookie big first contract. Yeah. They've never turned it down. So yeah. he's going to be locked in. But now I want to talk a little bit about this. The time clock is on the Hornets now because mm-hmm. now, let's say it gets to 2025. And the Hornets are still just only reaching the play in. Mm-hmm. Now he can say, you know what? I want out of here. Right. And yeah. He can roll. Money is going to match up now more mm-hmm. for him to get out. The time is ticking on the Hornets. Mm-hmm. They got to do something in the next year or two. Now they're bringing back a lot. They're bringing back that you, the guy that put his hands on his wife. I don't even want to bring his name up. Mm-hmm. The guy that put his hands on his wife, they're going to bring him back. That's going to happen. Um, they just signed Brandon Miller. They just drafted him. I like that pick. I thought Scoop was the better player, but I yeah. like Brandon Miller. The fact that Hornet fans were booing Brandon Miller to me is still insane. Yeah. Like, he's a good player. 
He yeah. was going top three regardless. Mm -hmm. So I don't really understand why people was so like, oh my God. And I was a I, I love school. I think Mac and Bone shout out to them. They call themselves men's of school. I was a man of school as well. I like school Henderson. Mm -hmm. But for me, bro, they went with fit. They shouldn't have did that. Me and you talked about that off camera. Yeah. yeah. If <laughs> not good enough to go for fit, you shouldn't be doing that. But right. that's the Hornets. They've been doing that for years. That's just the way they do things. But yeah. they're gonna have Terry Rozier, now Gordon Hayward all of a sudden becomes an asset because mm -hmm. he's only on a one-year contract for $31 million. You can probably trade him by the deadline and completely get out of that contract completely and yeah. save that money or either let it fall off at the end of the year and, you know, and save that. Go, yeah. But the, tick, the clock is ticking on the Hornets. They got to make something happen. And I think now in 2025 – you need to be winning playoff series. I pick mm -hmm. on Hornets fans all the time because I always say they're they haven't won a series since the World Trade Center was still up, and that's true. <laughs> like this is a fact. This is not yeah. a lie. This is not capping. I think the last time they won a series was maybe two thousand and one or two. I could yeah. be wrong, but I believe the World Trade Center was still up. Mm -hmm. That was twenty plus years ago. <laughs> yeah. So they have to start winning now, or Lamelo is going to want out. Yeah. Um, but what are your thoughts, kind of, on the Hornets because? My thing is, I kind of like what they got roster-wise because they bring back the dude that beat his wife, Mark Williams, at the five, and then yeah. at the three, they're probably going to have they're probably going to start Gordon, but then Brandon Miller is going to probably ease his way on in there, and then at yeah. the two, they'll have Terry and Lamelo, and then off the bench, hopefully they'll have PJ. That's a pretty mm -hmm. that's a pretty good roster. Solid, solid. yeah, that's solid. That's a solid nucleus to play in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like. I mean, I think um, I think overall, like. Like you said, I feel like we all agree that Scoot was probably should have been the pick, right. um, at least from my my perspective. Now, there are Hornets fans who, you know, say that Brandon Miller was the way to go because of fit. And, you know, I kind of understand that. But I think but me and you both agree that 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 team, you know, fit when you're just making the playoffs or not when you're not even making the playoffs, when you're just making right. the play in. You need to be drafting somebody who's electric, somebody who can actually, you know, change the way your team plays the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think Brandon Miller, I think he's a good player. I think, like you said, I think he's going to turn into somebody really good. And I think there was a lot of people who was so for Scoot that they wasn't, they was almost discounting how good Brandon Miller can be. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, Scoot probably was the better player. A lot of people were saying he would have went number one if Wimby didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I understand Scoot was probably the better player, but at the same time, if Wimby didn't exist, Brandon Miller would have went two, which two, is where he went right. this time. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. um, you know, a lot of people are saying Brandon Miller is the next Michael Kidd Gilchrist. They don't play nothing alike. No, you know what I'm saying they he's a way better they, shooter too. That's what like. I'm saying. Like he he's gonna he's gonna score. Like he's probably gonna average. He probably has a good chance to average at least 15 his rookie season. His rookie year. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Like he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna score. You know what I mean? Um, but nevertheless. You know, the team as a whole, you know, they just, you know, Mike just kind of sold, you know, his majority shares, but he's still going to have a little bit of say in the team. Um, I think they're moving into a better direction than they were moving in. I hope these new owners fire the GM. Yeah. Um, Mitch Kupchak. I hope they get him go. out of there. Yeah. You they need to get him out. out of there. And they need to start, Um, they need to start making better decisions overall. You know, one of the decisions was, um, I remember last offseason, that they were in the mix for Donovan Mitchell for a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of people were saying that he shouldn't be there because of fit. 
but that's ridiculous when you got a guy who can score 71 points in a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you forget the fit, bro. Just go get, you know, he's a, he, he would easily be one of the best players to ever suit up in a Hornets uniform. If they For got, sure. him. Probably, you know what I'm saying? Probably, yeah. probably the best, probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, you, they're going in a, in a better direction. I think they have some kind of sense of, you know, they feel like that, like you said, the players they have uh, with LaMelo, Brandon Miller, um, P.J. Washington, Mark Williams, you know, and then they're bringing back Bridges. You know, that's probably a solid nucleus with Gordon Hayward coming off the bench. Excuse me, Terry uh, Terry Rozier out there still. That's probably a solid nucleus to at least get into the play-in still. Um, I think they, you know, in a couple more years, like you said, 2025, they should be looking at winning a playoff series or two, you know what I'm saying? But as you said, you know, even though LaMelo just re-signed with the Hornets, you know, they need to be doing everything they can to surround him with the talent to go win, you know, to to compete for for a conference championship at the very least. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You need to you need to surround I mean LaMelo, I'll be completely honest with you, man. I'm not super high. I do like I think LaMelo's a great point guard. He's a really good yeah. point guard. Mm-hmm. But I'm not super super high on, you know, on where the Hornets are as a franchise with him. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't think they – I actually, I know they haven't done a good job of recognizing that the talent that LaMelo Ball is. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of other teams – that's why – that's one of the reasons why a lot of people say, oh, he's going to go to L.A. soon because mm-hmm. the Lakers, the Clippers, you know, all these teams in the West, really, even – really, literally the West, most of the teams in the West would recognize – that LaMelo Ball is one of the better point guards in the league, and you surround yeah. one of the better point guards in the league with talent. You know with what I'm talent. saying? Absolutely. You know, um, and so I don't know if he's going to be as loyal as Damian Lillard when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if LaMelo Ball is going to be there in his 30s if they don't start surrounding him with talent right now. My man's in the chat said that the, the Hornets ain't won a playoff game since or the playoff series since the Bush administration. They never won. They never won a playoff series that went set that uh that was seven a seven, seven game, game playoff series. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time for the Charlotte Hornets to start getting serious about basketball, and yeah. it really does start with surrounding Lamelo Ball, who is a serious basketball player, surrounding him with ample talent to where they can go compete for you know at least an Eastern Conference championship. Yeah, nah, I agree 100 percent with you, bro. Like that was. Yeah, I mean, you pretty and, much and, all the words out of my and, mouth. Oh, and they have to do it. They have to do it via the draft or trading because yeah. they're not going to attract, um, you know, superstar free agents unless yeah. unless LaMelo Ball come, becomes like, you know, a top 10 NBA player. But unless they do that or they have to do they have to get it right in the draft and they can't miss at all. And this guy right here said it perfectly, man. Um, on the Twitch platform, like I said, y'all going crazy on Twitch. They are. Yo, yeah. shout out to y'all, man. Like <laughs> y'all first episode, are. y'all are going absolutely nuts. The comment section has been great. Yeah. Um, and we're real interactive, so we gonna interact with y'all's comments. Like, mm-hmm. so please feel free to comment, man. On Twitter, I got y'all up on my phone over here. I can see what y'all are saying over here. But man, shout out to y'all. Y'all going crazy today. But this guy said it perfectly. Kind of reminds me of Cam Newton, another player from the city of Charlotte early yeah. in his career when he was special, but they never put the talent around Cam. They didn't put the talent around Cam until his daggone arm was falling off. Like, mm-hmm. and that's pathetic. So I do hope the Hornets, you know, start building around 
you know, LaMelo because he deserves it. And he's a really good player. And I really hope he can stay in Charlotte and really build that team up to be a really good team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it would be great for, you know, the city of Charlotte to have a real contender. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it's needed. So definitely would like to see that. Now, I wanted to kind of switch subjects just a little bit because we was on um, AB in them podcast. Shout out to AB. Uh, indisputable evidence, man. Evidence. Go check them out. They're great. They're awesome. They support our channel a lot. So go check them out for sure. But we talked about this about three, two weeks ago. Cam came out and said Kevin Durant, he doesn't know if Kevin Durant is a top 15 player of all time. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit and then I'm going to let Cam give his jump. Now, Cam's point of saying Kevin Durant is not a top 15 player of all time. And this subject may come back up again because we have some guests that are coming on and they yeah. want to also talk about this conversation. <laughs> so we won't go too, too deep into it. But Cam pretty much says he doesn't believe Kevin Durant is a top 15 player of all time because he's always needed help um, to win a title or to contend, which in a way he is not lying. Kevin Durant has really rarely ever been on a bad team. Maybe the first couple of years in Seattle and then yeah. maybe the first year or so in OKC. But even yeah. then he had Russ and James Harden with them. Now they were puppies at that time. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give a little bit of a, of a break. But really for the most of his career, he's been on extremely talented teams and really didn't win any rings until he went to the Warriors, which some people would say might be the second greatest team of all time that went mm-hmm. 73 and nine. Um, so, you know, Cam thinks that Kevin Durant is not a top 15 player, or at least he did. I don't know if he's changed without mm-hmm. that, with that, you know, but in my personal opinion, I think Kevin Durant is a top 15 player of all time. His talent alone is absolutely crazy. Um, His scoring alone, he's good at every single thing he does. There's Mm -hmm. not really one flaw in Kevin Durant's game. He's great in defense. He's great in rebounding. He's great in getting to the rim. Not as good as he was because the Achilles thing, but he's still really good at getting to the rim. He can shoot. He's clutch. He has it all when it comes to, okay, where's the flaw in his game? It's really not many flaws. He's really good at everything. Great at some and ex- like amazing at others. You know what I'm saying? There's not really anything bad I can say about Kevin Durant's game. And I think he's a top 15 talent in this game. So me and Cam, this might become a debate throughout this podcast. <laughs> but I wanted to get Cam to go ahead and, and you know give his take. Yeah, man. So like I said, I'm ready to have the conversation about KD all the time, bro. I've yeah. always been ready. Like I feel like you know, it don't get me wrong. When it comes to the talent, one of the best to ever lace him up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there's no debating that he's they call him a seven foot guard, and that's true. I mean, he got every yeah. single bag you could possibly have. You know what I'm saying? He can shoot, he can score, he can drive, rebound, assist, defensively, he's solid. I mean, he's one of the the best talents ever. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't translated to nothing without somebody else being right there with him and you know and and the way i see it you know what i'm saying like when you take away let's say kevin durant decided to not go to the warriors right right let's say he didn't do that in my humble opinion kevin durant would have still been ringless mm. you know what i'm saying he wouldn't have had no finals mvps okay you know what i'm saying he wouldn't have had you know 
you know, a two-peat or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and in my humble opinion, when you go to a team that went 73-9, and nine, you know what I'm saying, the greatest regular season team of all time, um, you join that team and you literally make that team better. You make them essentially the greatest team to ever step on a basketball court. Right. When you got, when you have, I mean, literally Kevin Durant and Steph Curry were two top three players in the NBA. At that time, was, yeah. When they sure. was together. They was literally the top. They was they was two and three with LeBron at one. You know one. what I'm saying? Like, and they faced him in the finals, and they the people expect him to beat them. But that's another story for another day. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like when you take away Kevin Durant, when after let's look at after the Warriors, okay? okay? Obviously the Achilles was there. Obviously the Achilles injury happened. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a damn shame that it happened. But you go to Brooklyn, okay? You got Kyrie Irving, who a lot of people consider to be a top ten point guard. I have an opinion on that. We'll talk about that another day. A lot mm -hmm. of people consider Kyrie to be a top 10 point guard. James Harden was a former league MVP. At the time that he, when he first went to Brooklyn, he was still, you know, one of the top 15 players in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? He was still a top guard, point guard, shoot guard, whatever he was at the time. He was still a top player. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously, I know injuries kind of decimated them a little bit, but they didn't play that many games together. They played, what, 30? Something, yeah, 30 something 30, games together across 30, two seasons. It was like 36 or something like that, but yeah. Something like that across two mm -hmm. seasons didn't amount to nothing, okay? It got so bad, James Harden said, you know what? I'm out of here, man. Right. I ain't staying here with this mess, all right? And then the following season or the two seasons after that, whatever it was, wherever we at now, uh, Kyrie's first, he's like, you know what? I'm out of here too. You know what right. I'm saying? KD, I'm out of here too. It's a mess. You know what I'm saying? They broke apart and it made no sense. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. His play was still elite. I mean, KD's still a top 10 player in the league. But, yeah, and then my man right here said it best. Steph winning without him twice hurt his legacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. KD ain't did – he can't do it, literally can't do it without Steph. And he's – and when you look at the rest of his time in the NBA, he made the finals um, one time without Steph, which was with Westbrook and Harden, like we said. Now, Harden and Westbrook, they weren't – you know, the top yeah, 10 players right. that they had been at the time. Right. right. KD was still, he was top 10, but Harden and Westbrook weren't there, but they were still a really good team. You know what I'm saying? So you look at before he went to the Warriors, he really wasn't nothing but just, un he was talent, but untapped talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, he wasn't Kevin Durant as we knew him. You know what I'm saying? Then he went to the Warriors, you know, basically breezed his way to two rings, in my opinion, I think he rode the coattails of Steph Curry because when he got mm -hmm. there, Steph's numbers didn't drop off at all. Steph was still running them numbers up. You know what I'm saying? And it and it got to the point. You can look at the games. You can look at the teams that that they had came out there with. Everybody was going after Steph because Steph was Steph was public enemy number one at the time. Right. Dangerous, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He still is public enemy number one in my opinion. They still right. go after Steph. You know what I'm saying? So. I just think, okay, this man said, I heard Broussard said that Jokic will finish higher than KD when their careers are, are done. Do I agree with that? Yes. Yes, I do. Mm. Yes, I do. And the reason why I say that is because, we, and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, KD, again, the talent is there. Okay, I get it. But when you look at what they've already done in their career, Jokic, the only thing he's missing is one more ring and one more finals MVP. And he'll already, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Now, well, I mean, you got all-star appearances, all NBA appearances, right? You know, whatever. Because I think Jokic, all, all them lists. 
Right. But I think I think Jokic can definitely surpass him at some point. Yeah. Um, because you're right. He he won a ring pretty much by himself, essentially. Him and mm-hmm. Jamal Murray. So that's already like a point on you know his notch there. As the best player, he I mean he as won the ring player. as the best player. Right. Yeah. Right. So definitely he definitely um he definitely you know deserves to you know be in that conversation. I just don't know talent wise if I would ever because Jokic he's great. Don't get me wrong, but he's not really talented. Like as far as like athletically mm-hmm. gifted, let me say mm-hmm. that he's talented. He's not athletically gifted. And mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm kind of stuck on. But I personally think that if Jokic keeps up, like let's say Jokic wins three more rings of or, or two more, two more. Yeah, two. He I'm, he's over Kevin Durant <laughs> at that point. Yeah. To me personally, he's probably going to be probably one of the top three or four centers in, ever to play the game if he wins three or four more, three, like two yeah, or three more yeah. rings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I obviously would put him over there at that point. I just think that he still has a long way to go. He's only 28, so he got yeah. plenty of time to make up. Yeah. To that, but I think for me, I would probably put Kevin Durant right at 15, like mm-hmm. right at 15, because I do agree with whoever said, um, you know, Steph winning a ring without him kind of did hang his legacy a little bit because I used to yeah. have Kevin Durant at like 12, you know what I'm saying? But I don't put Steph over him now. Steph in my top 10. Personally, yeah, he had my top 10 too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he like at 10 or something like that. So for me, Kevin Durant, I would probably put him more so in that 15 range, anywhere between 13, 14, 15, somewhere like that. But I do agree that you know he's gonna have to do more with less, I think, before yeah. people really say, Okay, Kevin Durant and be the best player, honestly. Yeah, because and, and- right now, Kevin Durant is probably the best player. On the Suns, but Devin Booker is like right That's there. That's what I'm saying. That's what so I'm saying. See, it's, it's kind of debatable. Like even with this, exactly. if they were in a ring this year, people are gonna be like, "Well, he had Devin Booker and exactly. Bill." Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So, and Aiden, which is yeah. a, he's a decent player. So they're exactly. still gonna probably look at it as like this is a super team, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, I agree. So, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I, I mean, shoot, I because I when when that conversation comes up, like let's say the Suns do win a ring this year. If that conversation comes up, well, obviously it depends on what happens this year. But right. what I seen, what I seen last year, like especially in the playoffs, I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. I got book higher than KD right now. I do. Yeah. I like. I like what book just did in the. Uh, let's see who would be better. I mean, once, it's, it's once they retire. I, I can't say that it's not debatable. Like it's definitely it's East definitely Coast debatable Valley, at this point. Yeah, no doubt. East Coast Valley podcast said who would be. Better once they retire KD or book. Okay, I mean it should be KD. I mean, yeah, I was about to say I don't, yeah, it KD. Yeah. It should be KD. But don't get me wrong. But I, but the thing about book, and this, I did want to talk about this too, um, a little bit. Um, I got to give a big shout out to Devin Booker, bro. Yeah, like this guy, in my opinion, he's top. Got to be a top seven player in the NBA right now. Something like that. Yeah, top, definitely he's top something. ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's something, man. Like he. What I seen him do in these playoffs, I mean, it was just super efficient. First of all, he was scoring, yeah, automatic in the playoffs. I mean, bro was is just crazy in the playoffs, and then he was locking people up defensively. Yeah, I was like, damn, was book, like yeah. book was hooping, bro. Yeah, and so for me, book, I I'd be completely honest with you, book was a top three player in the world these playoffs, bro. It was Jokic, it was Jimmy, it was book, and it he was, was book. right there. Yeah. He yeah. was right there with the boys, man. Book was crazy. That's Book's team. That's Book's city. Everything when it comes yeah, when it yeah. boils down to it, it's the same way with Golden State and Steph. K 
KD never gonna get that kind of respect to where they yeah, say this right. is your this is your ring. You know what I'm saying? He might even win Finals MVP again. This is they gonna they still gonna say that's books team books championship. Right. They gonna that's all gonna be booked because he's been there. That's his that's his city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Book, that's his franchise, right. They ran. They everything that they've done is to surround book with talent because book is just that damn good. Yeah. And so. Um, so, so to answer the question, do I think KD can or will book finish higher than KD all time? I don't, unless book just wins three or four championships or whatever, I don't think there's a shot right now. Yes, book, yeah, best shooting guard in the game, absolutely. I mean, hell, he's probably gonna play point this year, um, uh, with yeah. the addition of Bill. So, um, so yeah, I like book, I think I'm a huge fan, um, but I don't think he's, I don't think he has a shot to finish higher than KD. I don't, I can't see it right now, but yeah, I can't see it either. It happened, but I don't see it um happening. Um, but yeah, man, I like I said, when it comes to the Suns, though, man, I'm excited to see you know how Bill is gonna fit in with those two guys. Um, yeah, you know, for him, this is really the first time in Bill's career that he's gonna be anything less than the second best player on the team. You yeah, know, you can make the argument. Yeah. I think when John Wall was there, I think Wall was better for a few years, and Bill kind of came up. To win that, yeah, that Bill's gonna be a third option at this point. Yeah, he's gonna be the third option. I mean, mm-hmm. he's used to being, you know, one of the league's top scorers. You know, I think he had a score. I think he has a scoring title to his name. He does. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't make the All NBA team or the All Star team that year. I remember that. Um, I'm pretty so. I think he has a scoring title to his name. And then um, even that one year with the Wizards when they had Westbrook and Bill, I mean, they was just a strong. They was a good ass team too. But. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be exciting yeah. to see what Bill does. How's he gonna fit next to how you think he's gonna fit next to uh KD and Book? It's gonna be interesting, man, because like it's gonna be a lot of people that are like kind of hands-on the ball. I need the ball, like yeah. ball, like Bill, Kevin Durant, and also as well, um Booker, they all are like kind of like ball handlers, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Durant <laughs> has backed off on the ball handling lately as he's gotten older, but he's still a pretty prominent ball like handler, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, he is also a part of being able to hold the ball. Now, this guy also brings up a good point, too. I think the Suns have did a really good job doing this, adding some depth, because mm-hmm. that was one of the things I was worried about. They spent all this money on Bill. Um, on Booker and KD, what was the depth gonna look like? And they did a pretty good job. They yeah. did a good job in free agency answering that. Um, so it's gonna be difficult to see how can they get shots up. How how can they like you know? It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be it's mm-hmm. gonna. Be, I'm intrigued to see what's gonna happen because it's gonna be difficult. Up oh, this guy already said it. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's, it's. I don't know how there's gonna be enough shots to go around yeah. like that. That's and that's how I feel. Like yep. it's gonna be a lot of. Who's gonna get this shot? Who's gonna need it in crunch time at this yeah. point? Who's gonna need it when we're down ten points? Who's gonna need it when they're hot? Say KD and and Bill are both hot right now. How is that going to work? Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a lot of different things. But the good thing that I will say about the Suns is that rotation wise, they're gonna be set up beautifully. So say <laughs> Bill is is on the bench at the time, you can run, or, and let's say Kevin Durant's on the bench, you can have. You know, um, Booker run with some of the the bench guys, yeah. And then when ben, he gets a little tired, hey, we'll throw Bill in there. He'll run a yeah. little bit with maybe KD and some of the bench guys. So that's yeah. going to be a good thing for them as well. Um, I do want to kind of move over to the ESPN layoffs 
I hate hearing about people losing their jobs and stuff like that. That's horrible. But we did have 20 people from ESPN on air, personalities that a lot of you guys know that were laid off on Friday afternoon. Thank God this was actually before, like, you know, the whole Twitter thing happened. I'm just going to name off some of the notable names. Jeff Mm -hmm. Van Gundy, he's been with the ESPN for like 15 plus years. Jalen Rose, same thing. He's been with the company for 15 plus years. Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman was also a part of the cuts. He was on first take. I think he had his own show called yeah, Just so, Yeah, and yeah. he had a show with Jay Will, who was also also lady. cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay him, Will, him, him, Keyshawn and uh, Jay Will, same show. They, well, they yeah, also, Hall, yeah. Hall laid, laid off. Matt Hasselback was laid off. Steve Young was laid off. I'm trying to just think of like Todd McShay was Todd probably McShay. the biggest one. Um, mm-hmm. And David Pollock, he's really good at uh, like the college football stuff. I love watching him on college game day Saturdays. He's been yeah. a part of the company for like 13 plus years. Um, Jason Fritz was another one. Jordan Cornetta, he was another big one that yeah. they lost. Ellis. I mean, Alonzo. I mean, it was it was a bunch yeah. of like big hit names. Susie Colbert's been with them for 30 mm-hmm. plus years or 25 plus years, something like that. It's <laughs> just insane what's going on at ESPN right now. Um, a lot of people seem to believe what my guy Ethan just said. Shannon Sharp is coming in. They they clear some cap space yeah. um, because they already got McAfee on the books, and then they got look like Shannon Sharp is on the way. That's kind yeah. of what I'm seeing it for. But how'd you feel about all the cuts, though, man? That's crazy. And, and, I, and honestly, prayers up to those you know people's really? families as well. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I, I ain't gonna lie. When I seen it, it was shocking. I was like, dang, bro. Because when yeah. I first seen the first name I seen was Jeff Van Gundy. I was like, bro, like of all the people to cut, you know what I'm saying? Like that that NBA, uh, that e- NBA on ESPN crew with Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, and Mike Breen. Mike that's Green, elite, yeah. bro. That's like, elite bro. Yeah, that's an elite team, bro. And they, I just hate how they broke that up. I just they, same, they with really college, better, hey, same with college game day for me. I'm I'm sad they let college, college go, man. Yeah, he's like, really, really. I think he had a really good chemistry with. Yeah. Well, you know, Kurt Herbstreit and Desmond Howard, yep. so and you know Reese Davis, like they were yep. all amazing. I just hate to see him go, man. That sucks. And especially right now, me and you talked about this uh, yesterday. But uh, right now, when Georgia's winning the national championship, right. you, let, you let the Georgia guy go. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah. Like, right. We've been waiting for this for a minute. And you for a minute, go. right? Dude, I had two years in a row to gloat, and now he fired. Like, yeah, that's crazy, a, man. A, like, I just. I don't know, getting the Max to team up with Skip Bayless to create the most toxic show on television. I don't know if Max gonna work with Skip, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know I don't if he's gonna do that, bro. That's, do that, that would be crazy, bro. But um, man, I just seen all these names, man. It's like you said, Steve Young. I mean, these are, I mean, these are really good. I I tweeted that yesterday. I said ESPN cutting all the people. Are they they keeping all the people that they need to cut. I mean, you got, mm-hmm. you know, not to say I don't want. I'm not saying calling for anybody job. Yeah, yeah, we don't want nobody to lose like, job. Yeah, 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 but I'm saying like you got a guy like Kendrick Perkins still on there. Which yeah. don't get me wrong. Now, me personally, yeah. I don't. I mean, hate I'm Kendrick. not the biggest Kendrick Perkins fan, to be honest right. with you. Yeah, I don't I hate Kendrick. Perkins I'm, I'm happy that, but, and all that. I don't want to seem like I'm a hater or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's. I feel like there's there's some player or some people, some talents that got cut. Like for me, Jalen Rose getting cut, but. You know, you lose like they was they really cut people who actually knew the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Steve Young, yeah. Steve Young is a is a is a damn Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, right, what? right. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like right. Matt Hassel, Matt Hasselbeck was an NFL quarterback for a long time. 
know what I'm saying? Um, Jalen Rose, a really good talent, you know what I'm yeah. saying, in the, uh in, in his day. Um, you know what I'm saying? Who else got cut? Jeff Van Gundy knew a lot of had a lot of knowledge. Lafonso yeah. Ellis, yeah. especially when it comes to college basketball, like yeah, you know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, let me see who else's name got. Let me read somebody else's name. Susie Colbert, Todd McShay. Now, now Todd McShay. Now the thing about it is, you know, you got Mel Kiper already, so I guess they felt like they didn't need two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess they might bring in somebody younger. I figured that's probably what they're gonna do is bring in somebody else. But, um, but yeah, look right here. See, he said, but Perk staying, Van Gundy going, and Perk keep falling for ball sack sport tweets like. You know, it, it, yeah. there's levels to the to, right. to who they, you know what I'm saying, to who they fire. And maybe it's money, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they, they it seems like they cleared a lot of the popular people, which makes mm -hmm. me think that they was probably making a whole lot of money right. and they cut them. Um, but damn, man, I'm trying, really, really what I want to ask you is where do you think they're all going to go? I mean, there's not, but so many options. A lot are going to probably try to go over to Fox, probably. Mm -hmm. Because the Fox station is out there in L.A. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are probably going to try to go to Fox. A lot of them might try to go to CBS mm -hmm. Sports. Some will probably try to get dispersed to NFL Network. So there, there, there's going to be spots for them. Um, but guys like Jordan Canetta and, and guys like that that do – and Alfonso Ellis that do the like, college basketball mm -hmm. and stuff. And I think Cornetta does a little bit of ACC football and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what they're going to do because, like – their market is probably even smaller, like yeah. to be honest. So yeah. I am a little interested. I think Dave Pollock will be fine. He can come back down here in Georgia and pretty much get any job he wants in Athens mm -hmm. if he really. Or he wants. can go to CBS. He, I mean, yeah, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he'll he'll be fine. But when it comes to the college people, I am a little concerned about them because yeah. I'm like, me too. Where are you gonna go? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, not even trying to be funny. Like, where you know this is a serious matter. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't really understand. Like my guy, Ethan said it best. How's David Newton, Carolina Panthers writer? How's yeah. he still got a job? Like yeah. this dude Man, is not good at his mistakes. job. Yeah, all yeah. The like why is he still like? No offense, yeah. I'm not even trying to call for his job. But like, why? Yeah. Like you know, I I just feel like other people could have been cut and fired before yeah. the people that they let go. In my opinion, personally. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I wish everybody the best of luck in that circumstance. Yeah. We really do hate to see that, you know, some of those guys have gotten let go. And, um, you know, that's just that, man. We really do wish the best for everybody that let go, got let go. And we really just hope, you know, they get on their feet, find themselves well, their family is taken care of. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it on that topic. Um, I want to jump into the last topic of the day, man. We've been enjoying y'all, man. If you haven't already, follow us on TikTok at cam and t podcast uh link is in our bio on twitch i mean y'all been going crazy in the twitch man it's been wild yeah keep that keep that up yeah, shoot i'm gonna have to check in the twitch man. bro keep that really? up y'all have been going crazy this <laughs> yeah. is our first episode episode one and it's going amazing so thank y'all again this episode will be out on spotify itunes and probably like the next hour hour and a half yeah. um so yeah man y'all keep tuning in man we appreciate y'all's love and support but last topic of the day, we're going to jump into a little pop culture. Let's talk hip-hop. So as we know, about, was it three weeks ago now? Three weeks ago, Gunna, mm -hmm. you know, dropped his new album called A Gift and a Curse. It sold 83 
thousand copies first year, uh, first week, first week, which is actually pretty amazing with no no help, no kind of promotion, yeah, no promotion. The whole industry's against them. And yeah, I mean, it, it, he's been called a snitch and a rat. And let me make this clear before we start this. Me and Cam are civilians. We ain't, you know what I'm saying? We're not in the streets. Yeah. We don't care to be in the streets. We you street guys. We wish y'all the best of luck, but we're, we're not in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are completely civilians. Um, So gun up, sold, you know, 83,000. Then the next week, literally, Young Thug drops business is business. It only sells eighty seven thousand, and he had Drake on two songs and Future. The it came out the uh the first week sales came out. I ain't even know. He only had eighty seven thousand copies sold. That's tough. Only five more than Gunna, who quote unquote allegedly snitched. Yeah, and that's tough. I want to talk about this a little bit because, and I think Young Thug is getting a little bit of harsh love and harsh lack to be honest with me uh like to be honest with you i think he's getting like some tough criticism because for one he's in jail you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it's it's kind of hard to be able to produce an album from jail so i'll give mm -hmm. him that but it's still a decent album mm -hmm. but that gun album is probably the album of the year so far mm -hmm. i mean if you really go through here and listen to this gunner album the f you mean song is has gone viral. It's probably like the number one song in the country right now. Um, mm -hmm. the rodeo drive, rodeo drive, excuse me, uh, a classic. Uh, payback, a classic. P Angels, a uh, gonna from I'm gonna say from from song four to song like nine, gonna went ballistic. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. I mean, the whole album is incredible, but. Gunna went crazy on this album. My thing is, and my question to the to the people in this live stream and to you, did Gunna win the war? Did Gunna win the battle? Everybody was saying Gunna makes good music, but let's see what Thug says. Thug comes out and pretty much says Gunna's a snitch. He puts out the the the, the you know allegedly allegedly he puts out the the phone call with Dirk and Baby where he's saying, "Hey man." Y'all drop, we're going to drop on that same day he drops, whatever the case may be. And he didn't do that because the label wasn't going to let that happen. The label wants to get that money. They don't care about no street beef. They want to get paid. <laughs> you got to remember, Gunner and Young Thug are on the same label. So yeah. they want to get that money. That's why he named the album Business is Business. But at the same time, as you can see, you know, Thug is not rocking with Gunner. But mm -hmm. it, it looks like it does not matter. Because right. if Gunna, with no promo, possibly dropped the album of the year with no promo, I think he won the war. Mm -hmm. Like, because to be honest with you, the majority of his fans are not street guys. We don't care about, oh, yeah. Majority everybody fans. These uh, gangsters and, yeah, right. we don't kill these. I don't care about that. I'm right. a civilian that works a nine to five. I don't care about that. Right. But Gunna... What he's done on this album, he said, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let y'all talk and call me a rat and all that. And I'm going to drop them bars on you. Mm. <laughs> and that's what he did. And Gunner yeah. pretty much told all them pope folks, I don't need you. Yep. So I'm going to be honest. I think Gunner won the war. What do you think, bro? Yeah, I mean, 
I think when you look at, uh, let's see, my man said, Gunner wanted to make a statement. People that listen to the music don't care about snitching or any of the street shit. They just want to hear tough music. And that's, that's how it. I feel. I, that's I mean, how I, I feel. Right. I just want to listen to, to, I just listen. See, my thing is, I just listen to who I like. You know what I'm saying? Right. So a lot of rappers, I don't even listen to. I listen to, I really only got like five rappers I really cycle through like that. Um, right. and Thug and Gunner just happen to be, so happen to be two of them. Right. Um, so I'm a big fan of both of them. In my humble opinion, so when you when you really break it down, kind of like what you just said, Gunner won solely off the fact that he ain't have no no backing behind in the industry, and they basically sold around the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I do think Gunner, I think I do think he won, but you know what I'm saying. I also think that you know I like Thug's album. I, I really like do. Thugs, I think it's getting a lot of bad criticism because people want to pump up Gunner. Gunner, and, yeah, and, you know, in the means of them doing that, they're pushing down Thug. Thug and I like yeah. both of these guys. Now, I am a, probably a bigger Gunner fan than I am mm -hmm. a Thug fan, if I can be completely honest. But yeah. I think Gunner's album was great, elite stuff, mm -hmm. and I think Thug's album was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't mid. It was good. It was a good album. Yeah, I think. For me, so Gunner album had 15 songs. Thug album right now has 17 because he dropped the uh he dropped the extra track on it. And yep. the track that he dropped was uh it's been out for a while. Like it's just uh they just finally updated and put an HD remaster and actually released it. Yeah. But, um, but that song is actually one of my favorite Thug songs of all time. So I'm glad he did drop it on the album. But um overall, man, like you said, when I look at this album, Back to the Moon is probably my favorite on the yeah. on the album. I love that. F you mean Rodeo Drive bottom. Bottom um, is fire, bro. You know bottom, is, like, bottom is fire, yeah, bro. I love, I really do love Gunner's album. Um, you know, for me, I'm one of those guys where I listen more for I like I love the instrumentals, yeah. I love the production, and I really like I, I listen more for a vibe versus the lyrics. You right. know what I'm saying? So I couldn't tell you what neither one of them was really saying, to be completely honest with you. But I know in terms of production, I like Gunner's album better, and they yeah. rattle my speakers a lot better. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I do really. like Thug's album, man. I like, man, some of these songs, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. To be completely honest with you, I, I think I have, since Thug album released, I think I have listened to it more than I have listened to Gunner's album. Right. But it's because uh, a lot of these Thug songs is catchy, bro. Like, yeah, Gucci Grocery Bag, Gucci Grocery Bag. Been on I my, love Mad, my, my dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog is staying in my rotation right now. Money. Money on the dresser, Abracadabra. Oh, you went Jonesboro. You know what I'm saying? I really do like uh I like Thug album. Hoodie is great. Um, but I don't I for me personally, I would say that um gonna one just because I feel like he ain't really missed on his on his he album. Did, I think he Thug did. got a couple Thug got a couple skips here and there, but for me, yeah. um, but I feel like Gunner album was one of them albums that you just ride. And I'm gonna ask you this too. Yeah. Um let me ask you this. So I'm going to say what I think. So I'm going to be completely honest with you. In the 2020s decade, mm -hmm. when it comes to that specific genre of music, I don't see how anybody's over Gunner right now in that specific genre of music. Because in my opinion, in my opinion, one of the looks. I don't disagree, bro. I'm going to be one honest. One of the looks is my favorite album of the 2020s right now. One of right. the looks is probably my one of my favorite albums of all time. One of the looks. Um, DS Forever strong as i don't know what super yeah. strong and then a gift and the curse was probably one of the most talked about rap albums of the year so far you know what yeah. I'm saying? so i feel like 
I feel like right now gonna I won't say he's running the game because of how people talking about him, but I think overall in terms of consistency, I think he's the best right now. Yeah. In, in, I, I guess in trap music. I see, and I don't disagree with you. Like I know yeah. the, the the common answer, I think future, future is really yeah. the goat of yeah. kind of like okay. that type of lane of what's yeah. going on, like Atlanta trap melody type vibe. Exactly. He's the mm -hmm. goat, but as far I think even future said this a couple years ago. I think he said Gunna is like he said Gunna and Lil Baby are like the new they running the game. Yeah, they, they running they, the game. They, and when you yeah. really look at it, you're right. Drip and Drown came out in, in 2019. I think it was towards the end of 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look it up yeah. here. No, it was in the beginning of 2019, so I won't count that. But it did okay. lead into 2020. Wanna. Then he dropped Wanna, which That's I think is probably his best. It project. is, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's <laughs> no misses it is. from there. Yeah. Like, he yeah. dropped the DS4. The Push and Peace song went viral. Everybody mm. loved it. Every the song. Was great. Yeah. Um, he did the slime, the uh, YSL, the slime language too. Slime language now too. he wasn't, yeah. now he wasn't the, you know, co-founder, but that album was really good as well. And then the gift and the curse. Gunna has went three for three in the last three years. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to be like, yeah, he's not one of the top trap. He is. Yeah, he is. He's probably the trap. And I'm yeah. just gonna be real. I love Lil Baby. He's my second favorite artist right now. Gunna's album sweeps what that crap he dropped in October because I, I thought that album was I thought that album was not good. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I thought it was just kind of mediocre to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I like but, you know, that's my yeah. opinion on it. I like um, so obviously future, my favorite rapper of all time. Anybody that knows me to tell you, yeah. I, I mean, future's who I listen to most of the time. Thug was like my number two. For a while, I like Gunner right now over Thug. Yeah, Gunner, man, he's tough, like bro. But, um, but for me, man, um, I will be honest with you. So my favorite album of the year, I, I mean, well, I don't know. I still ain't really decided yet. I still got to sit down and really listen to him yeah. all back to back. But I really like, um, I, I feel like Don Tolliver and Ray Shrimmer. Yeah. I like both this of album, albums. Don Tolliver's album was good. What was it called? Uh, I got it on my Love phone it. here. Love uh, it. Love, yeah, love sick. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. That was I a like, good album. I like his album. I won't say he in the same genre as Gunner, but I right. feel like I like the right. way they. I like his vibe, and I like Ray Shrimmer album. That's that's an album that you want to. If you want to yeah, move, I, I gotta go listen to it. Everybody <laughs> keeps if, telling me they dropped the bro, bro. If you want to move, go listen to that album, bro. From front to back, that junk will move you, bro. Yeah, that's a good. I gotta go that's a good that. album. They they know how. I like them because they know how to make. They know how to get you off your feet and how to keep you moving, bro. Yeah, like that's that's what I really like about them, man. They they you know I hated that I hated to hear that they had broke up. Yeah, but I'm so glad that they well, had came they back they, together, like rocking again. Yeah. yeah, I like that on on Love Sick to go back to Don Tolliver. I love this is my song. My girl get tired of me playing this song. The song that um I think it's called is it Go Down? Go yeah. down, bro. Go down. Listen, yes. hey. Hey, that that's, is that's my song, yeah. bro. My girl my hates when she in the call me because I will play that song, yeah. bro. Leader Club obviously is like the big one on there because she he has Glorilla and, and also as well Dirk on there. So and mm -hmm. both of them are popping right now. So that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, Gunna to me, bro. Just to kind of get back onto the subject, Gunna won the war, bro. Like if yeah, he was able yeah, to do that sure. with no promo, and most of his fans don't care about the snitching, I think Gunna's gonna have an okay career. Like I think he's yeah. gonna make it. Like because oh, yeah. at this point, the atomic bomb has already dropped. Thug mm -hmm. already said he ain't rocking with Gunna, but I don't think mm -hmm. nobody cares at this point. 
Like it's just like Gunner's music is too elite. Like yep. and Gunner's always been likable. Everybody's always liked Gunner, but right. it's just like the music is too good, bro. Like right. if it was a six nine situation where don't nobody like him, he you know he's so unlikable. He beats with everybody. Then it right. would probably be and the music sucked. It would right. be different. Yeah. But Gunna is so likable and his music is so good. So, I think people are yeah. just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, he's a consistent, he's a consistent guy. I mean, he just right. seems like he seemed like he got a you know, he seemed like he's a, a good a good dude in general. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know he obviously was in jail, but you know, overall he seemed like he's a a, a consistent force in the music industry. Yeah. Um and his and his music, I feel like he's just not going he's just not gonna stop for now. You know what I'm saying? Like he just seems like he's so consistent with his music he knows exactly what he wants to sound like and right. he don't really stray from it like that you know what i'm saying but i like his i like his versatility and i like his sound um yeah. and at this point like i said like and like you said um i think gonna really one of the top artists in the game yeah yeah i agree man i 100 agree look man we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode one of the cam and t podcast man it's been fun, bro. This was a blast. I yeah. enjoyed it. The interaction was great by y'all on Twitch. Um, we'll be on YouTube next week when we come back on the next podcast. We'll be on YouTube. Um, yeah. we just had to, they had some type of restriction where you have to wait 24 to 48 hours before you can live stream, but that's mm -hmm. all right though. We'll be on there next week, so we'll still use Twitch too. We'll be on YouTube and Twitch, so you can continue to use this, whatever. But man, once again, just a great episode to start this off. Once again. Yeah. Follow us on the social medias, YouTube at the Cam and T Podcast. Also, as well on Twitter at TCT One Podcast One. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, Instagram, same thing. TCT Podcast One. And our links for all of our stuff is in the bio. Literally, you can yep. just go to the bio. It's right there. Everything is an icon. If you want to email us any business inquiries, our email is there as well. Literally, everything you need for us is there. So, Cam, once again, brother, great episode one, man. Um, yeah. Really excited about what we're building here. We're going to have some special guests. Once we kind of get going here, we're going to have some special guests on, man. And we are extremely excited, man. And Cam, yeah. did you want to end out with anything, bro? Yeah, I was gonna say, man, y'all, y'all stay tuned, man, for real. Like, we got a lot of people have already been asking us, like, hey, when can we get on the uh on the pod? And yeah. I mean, shoot, at this point, we want as many as people as possible. Y'all come, yeah, y'all show sure. some love to your folks, you know what I'm saying? You know, we tweet out the link, tweet out it. the yes. link, share it to share your it. family, friends, share it. Girl, yes, you know, whatever, that's big, man. That's the biggest thing to right now when we just now getting started to support. We appreciate y'all coming. Please yep. share it on your socials as well. You know, what yeah, saying? for sure. When we go live, sure. when we go live, retweet, like, repost, quote, do all of yeah, that if you can. Um, mm -hmm. and on every single platform, give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? Just come show some love. Um, and we're ready to reciprocate, man. We we yeah, love y'all, we appreciate it, man. So definitely thank y'all. Uh T, you know, like you said. Great episode one, man. This is it's gonna be a journey, man. I'm excited. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for the next one, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm excited too, bro. It's gonna be really good, and we excited, man. We're gonna go ahead and sign off now. We appreciate y'all.